Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Mm. This is Kia Sean, a.k.a. Kim Fo, and I'm off the porch. And here's a fun fact. The address is my birthday. All right, that's what it is. Kim Fo! Let's go. It's a day party. It's a day vibe. It's a day party. It's a day vibe. All right, today we got Kia Sean in the building with us today. Indeed, indeed, indeed. What's blessed going by on the, with your game? Man, blessed by the best. For sure. Feeling, nothing, feeling like nothing less than God's best. For sure, man. What you out here working on in Atlanta? Man, what am I not working on is the question. Um, right now, um, I um, just finished up a movie called They Clone Tyrone uh, with myself, Jamie Foxx, Kiefer Sutherland, and John Boyega. Some of y'all may not know him. He's the black guy from, from, uh, from uh, Star Wars that played in, in the last Star Wars came out. He's from overseas or what have you. Uh, he just won a Golden Globe. But um, just did this movie for Netflix. Uh, my man Jewels uh, was the director of it, and uh, just a great experience. Uh, it was my first time shooting a movie while quarantine was going on, so it was a it was a different experience because of the fact that like, you know, when I when when the quarantine was going on, you had to actually stay in the hotel while you're shooting. So you go shoot, and then you come back to the hotel. You can't see your family. No one can visit you. You're just in the hotel room in solitary confinement, if you would. You know what I'm saying? And the only time you can leave your room was to go COVID testing, you know what I mean? And you had to do a visual COVID test and you had to put the thing up your nose and all that or whatever, man. So I did that like, you had to do it every day, you know what I mean? So February and March of this year, that's pretty much what I was doing. Um, after we finished that up, we started to work on the soundtrack to They Clone Tyrone, which I have a record on there. 
um, that is a feature with, uh, that I got a chance, this was a bucket list moment. I got a chance to do a record uh, with Sleepy Brown, Organized Noise, Rico Wade, and Big Boy, um, and did a session with those guys at Stank On You for a record that we uh, are doing for the soundtrack So uh, of the They Clone Tyrone movie that's coming out on Netflix later this year. So that was kind of how, I, well, then how I started my year this year was working on, was writing with, uh, with Diddy on the Love Project that he's working on. Um, and we had him up at the studio that I, that my home studio, Tree Sound Studios. So I got a chance to work with Diddy. They got a chance to work with Organized Noise as far as on the music side of things and the writing side of things. But on the acting side of things, I did the They Call Tyrone movie. And then there's another, um, there's a TV show called The Johnson that Cedric the Entertainer uh, is the executive producer, uh, producer of. It comes out on Bounce Network August the 1st. And I, and I play, I had a, I, the, the series premiere is August the 1st. So um, I'll, you'll see me in that as well. And then after that, there's a, um, a Marvel thing that I can't say what it is, but there's a Marvel uh, uh, show that I'm a part of as well that is coming out later this year as well. So, um, and then just music, music. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, um, I have a single called Day Party um, that I'm dropping on uh, July 4th. Um, so that'll be out. And, um, you know, just making sure I'm like, you know, doing what I can and then letting God do everything I can't. You did? For sure. So for those who don't know, what's mm -hmm. life like back in Memphis? All right. Well, life like in Memphis right now is good because of the fact that Memphis is, is at a place where we we really we haven't had this many deals, this many artists, this many producers in the position, this many millionaires off music in Memphis since the days of Stack Records. Honestly, you know, what I mean, like, you know, it's always been kind of a one star at a time situation. You know, when I came up, it was a-Ball, MJG, 3-6 Mafia, you know what I mean? And the, between the A-Ball and MJG, 3-6 Mafia, then you had Rap Hustlers. Rap Hustlers, was, I was the CEO of Rap Hustlers, and I, that's where you got Yo Gotti, and we had Skinny Pimp, LeChad, Gangsta Black, about a lot of that whole vibe, and then the Kim Folks mixtape. So it's like, and then, then you had PRE and, and CMG after rap hustlers, you know what I mean? So, um, and it's just dope to see, you know, like I put out Yo Gotti's first national album, Life, in 03. So to see where he's come and, and what CMG is doing and seeing what, you know, you look up and you got money bag, yo, you got, you got, uh, um, you got a uh, money bag, you got Yo Gotti, you've got Black Youngster, you've got JB Block Boy, you've got Block Boy JB, you've got uh, Dolph, you got Key Glock, you know, you got Juicy Fruit, you got Kivo Money, you got a lot of artists right now in Memphis that actually has deals. You know what I mean? And then a lot of the producers of these artists are really doing well as well. You know, because I started with putting out producers. Like Drummer Boy was um, one of my clients and I was selling his beats way back in 2001. So selling his beats to Rough Riders and got a, a song deal with Rough Riders when Rough Riders was like at his hey at his heyday, you know what I mean? At his zenith, you know what I mean? And I was able to parlay that into a publishing deal, a Universal Music Publishing. So seeing that in today's marketplace, how many millionaires are coming out of Memphis and how the music is just is just thriving right now. Pooh Shiesty is killing it, you know what I mean? Um, you know, it's just it's just dope to be able to see so much young talent from Memphis be able to come from Memphis and be able to get that light because that's something that we've been fighting for a long time. Memphis has always been a dope city with a great musical scene. It's just we never kind of like got the light. But now, you know what I mean, what's happening is really great. You know, Memphis is a is a great city, uh, soulful, rich in history and music. 
and um, you know, but it, but has that has that has that street gangster Im imagery, and um, and we make great music, and we make great producers, and we make some of the Tay Keith is doing this thing out of Memphis right now. You know, you just got so many of the dope producers that are coming from Memphis or from Tennessee, band play and people like that that are just like really you know making money off their vision off their music and it's a beautiful thing man it's what i really wanted to happen when i first got going with music so to see where it's at right now it's a true blessing to see memphis finally get its respect you know what i mean to see money back have a number one album in the country then push actually right behind that so it's just it's a great time to be from memphis and to be able and to be in to be from memphis and to be able to see the music scene get to where it's at in memphis it's great bro it's a great time salute memphis man indeed when would you say you jumped off the porch? I jumped off the porch in, um, in um, my first record label. Let's see. I jumped off the porch in 1998 with my first record label that I started, Diamond Cut Entertainment. It didn't make a lot of money, but I bought a lot of lessons, and those lessons turned to blessings, you know what I mean? So, um, and then I really got off the porch when I left Memphis in 2000 and started to fly to New York and, and make meetings and, and that's when things started to take place for me. So I would say like 2000 is really when, when I started to jump off the porch and, and I was completely off the porch in 01 when I got my first, you know, over $100,000 check, you know what I mean? So yeah, like that was like, you know what I mean, when I got off the porch at that point in time and I, I feel like I've been doing music professionally since 2000. 2000 and 2001, you know what I mean? My last job I even had like was in 1999, so it's 21 right now. So yeah, yeah, I jumped, I've been off the porch for a minute. For sure. So talk to us about how Crispy came to be what it is today. All right, you know, I was talking to a young man who came, uh, who I saw when I was, uh, I was just downtown Atlanta popped up. Uh, I was going to see Greg Street as a matter of fact. A young man came to me, he said, man, like, Crispy was before your time, before his time, man. It's like, it, um, Crispy was a song that kind of, like, pioneered, like, that swag and that drip music, you know what I mean? At the time, a lot of, it was Trap or Die, you know what I mean? It was Jeezy doing Trap or Die, and, and that was, like, the thing, you know what I mean? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So for me, like, I come from a generation of musicians or creativity that you don't want to sound like somebody else. So if, if, if Jeezy's doing that or Gotti's doing this, I wanted to be able to separate myself. So to be able to separate myself was easy. It was like, okay, with a fresh, you know what I mean? Like I, I had a clothing store in Memphis before I was even doing music. So it was like, it was always known for being fresh. So it was like, okay, well, let me put that into a song. I had a record that was a regional hit record called Respect My Fresh that got me my record deal. But the, it, because I didn't have a video for it, and I feel like the whole nation didn't see it, I wanted to be able to create a record that was in that same vein, in that same lane. So Chris became from that. You know what I mean? I uh, co-produced it with Playing Skills out of uh, Dallas, Texas, and uh, you know, it's, it's one of the experiences that I kind of like enjoy because when I go to the studio and make music, we create the beat and then make the song. Like we cook it all up at the same time. You know what I mean? So um, that was one of the first times. One of the that's when I really started to get into that 
lane of doing music that way where it's like making music making it from scratch you know what i mean like and that's that's that thing really works for me a lot of songs that that work for me in my life were all created from scratch beat hook song you know what i mean like in, inspired by the moment and the frequency and the energy that we were in so um that's kind of how crispy came about and the funny thing about crispy is that uh when i recorded it it was slower but when he saved the engineer saved the song he saved it in a, in a different system that made it play faster so when i got back to my hotel in dallas when i was recording that song i was like yo why is this so fast and i was like kind of upset about the fact that it didn't sound the way it sounded in the studio but the next day i was like on the way to the plane i was like i kind of like this version of it though you know what i mean so it wasn't meant to be the beat per minute that it is but then it was one of those good mistakes that was like, OK, cool, like I'm going to rock with it. And, and I actually uh, and that was it's the version that actually came out. And um, that record just kind of like it just set me apart, you know. And now when you see what's going on in music today, you see a lot of individuals are doing that type of music. You're like when you look at Memphis now or you look at a lot of the artists now, everybody jeans, 900 shoes, 850. You know what I'm saying? It's like all the, the fashion part of it is a is a part of the. It's like the rap kit, you know what I'm saying? It's me and my brother Dirty Fresh I always say it's like you can't see a rapper that don't have on, you know, the, the Louis and the Gucci's and the, you know what I mean, all the you know, just the that 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 um high dollar brand, high fashion culture is a part of it and that's what I was about, you know what I mean? Just being able to be an influence an influencer, you know what I mean, before being an influencer was cool, you know what I mean? So, um and it's dope to see people have kind of taken the blueprint, you know what I mean, and the and the BPM and all that or whatever, and kind of like taking that and like went on with that or whatever. Feel your favorite artists have taken the same, my same, you know, format and they use it on what they're doing. And sometimes they don't give you, they don't come and say, man, I appreciate Kent folk, man, for for giving me that lane or showing me that. But like I see certain individuals, like I when I saw Future out at the BMI Awards because I won a few BMI Awards for the best I ever had, joint. And I seen Future, Future was like, man, you know, you put me on it, bro. Like, I had to step my fresh up because of you. So I get certain people like that that come tell me face to face what's going on. But I know that my fingerprint is on the culture. You know what I mean? My fingerprints is on it. You know what I mean? Not just from the Crispy record, but when you talk about Yo Gotti's and these individuals, you, you know, these individuals came from the Go Farm, as I like to call it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... You know, it's, it's dope to be able to see individuals that, you know, if you, you, if you look at what CMG is doing and OK, well, Gotti was was we did a great partnership and we put out some dope music that was like that really broke. Like I did like 100,000 records with TVT with Yo Gotti's Life album and during that time, you know, it was hard to be able to get Southern music to be able to get out there. So and it still streams very well to this day. So, um, you know, it's just dope to be able to see things that timeless music things and then like okay Gotti, okay drake you know what i mean drake is you know undoubtedly you know it's got to be in your top five when it comes to music you know what i mean like and you know and, and no matter what his first big record that went five times platinum was the best i ever had and that was co-written by me and a lot of times people don't want to accept the fact that okay this guy is it, it, it was weird because People would see So Crispy and be like, well, how could the guy who made this song make this song? And then they always miss the fact that that the best they ever had came from a record that I actually produced for Lil Wayne. So and, and we all know Lil Wayne is top five as far as lyric, lyricism, you know what I mean? So I just think people be, you know, they, they kind of sleep on the, the fingerprint or the thing that I've been able to do to to infect the culture. You know what I mean? And, and um, 
that's why I love the opportunity to, to be able to have interviews like this, to be able to just, because some of the young millennials and Gen Z's may be not hip to this. So what you're doing right now is giving them a little game, you know what I mean? Giving them the ability to be able to get some music history, you know, and what's going on and what's been going on as far as with the music, you know what I mean? So speaking of best I ever had, what was the confusion between you and Drake about the record? Well, the confusion was this, man, and like, it, it was it's really simple. Um, it was a teachable moment, you know what I mean? I like to say, like when I talk to my sons and stuff like that or whatever, it was a teachable moment, you know what I mean? I come with love and positivity. I, I hate on nobody, you know what I mean? I just, I, I, I love music and I love that it's been able to provide for my family for the last 20 years. But the confusion came in when he was like, you know, I went to the BMI Awards to accept a plaque for me being the co-writer of the song. So when I got the plaque, they were like, well, well how, why, why are you here, Kid Shine? I was like, well, I'm here because I got a winning a BMI Award for the best I ever had record that I co-wrote. And that, that little blurb right there went out to Worldstar and then it just went crazy. And you know how it is as artists, as artists, we all are sensitive about our music, you know what I mean? So when someone hears that, man, someone co-wrote for me, people are thinking like, you know, man, this guy was in the studio writing my bars and that kind of takes away some of the, you know, it's kind of like some kryptonite to a Superman. If you think guy is a dope artist or a dope writer or whatever, and then you got somebody else saying that he got some to do with it, then it, he responded. But he was a brand new artist at the time. And me, I'm a businessman and a CEO, so I understood he probably didn't understand what it meant for me to have a co-write because the song came from a sample of a record that, that I produced. So it, it was just him mis having misinformation. Now, what I don't like, though, is that it's not that the information was true. And you know you can look it up. It's all public information, and you can see it. What I don't like about the internet or about the vlogs or whatever is that people will believe the beautiful lie, and other than the ugly truth. You know what I mean? They they won't do their research. You know what I mean? If Drake says this dude was lying, then there are going to be some people who are just going to go by what he's saying, but until they look at the credits and see that it's true. And it's not like he comes out and says, you know what, that was my bag, bro. I didn't, I didn't know what, what was going on at the time. You know, no one ever, it doesn't do that. The internet's written in, in, in pen, not pencil. So it's not, you, you can't go back and erase it. You see what I'm saying? So individuals don't necessarily per se come out and say, yeah, man, I was wrong for that. And you was right, bro. You did co-wrote that and that was my bag. But at the end of the day, that's all it was. It was him not knowing. And we've seen each other face to face since then. And you know what I mean? And there's there's no issue with Drake or, or, or anything or whatever. I'm, he put out, he re-released the best I ever had and so far gone last year in 2020. My family appreciates that because I eat off of that. And then Nicki Minaj just re-released it and put it out again on her um, uh, Beam Me Up Scotty release. That's the number two project in the country right now. So it's just a blessing to be able to see something that I wrote in 2009, still be able to provide uh, increase for me and my kids, you know what I mean, in 2021, you know what I mean? It's a blessing. No bullshit. Talk to us about Coffee with Kenfolk. Coffee with Kenfolk is inspiration for your situation. It's a cup full of good positivity with me and the coffee is always blackjack, nothing but big facts. What I did with Coffee with Kenfolk was like, I got sick of watching, you know, everybody goes on the gram, people don't really watch TV these days. They get their information from their phone first. So for me, it was like, I would see so much negativity when I did my scrolling and stuff like that, that I was like, I wanted to be able to just put some positive energy out there in the air. And a lot of times when you're doing music or something creative, it's a very self-serving thing. So you kind of self-centered on self. So for me, I wanted to do something that could be able to help someone else. So put out some, my thing is like, 
what you give out, what you put out. You get out what you, what you put out. You know what I mean? So my thing is like if I can put some good energy and some good synergy and good frequency out there, somebody who's watching this is going to be touched by it. And that's what happened. It just started from a post. People were being touched by the post. And then they just I just started growing it organically. It's led to us having many subscribers on my website. And my thing is also, too, is like, you know, I know we all have social media. But as you guys are doing with Dirty Glove Bastard, you guys take your demographic to your site, to your real estate online. And that's what people need to do. It's like, what if Instagram shut down? What if any, all these apps shut down? You can still find me at coffeewithkenfolk.com. So my thing was like using these social media to be able to just bring people into to my vibe so they can subscribe to my vibe. And, and that's what it really is about a self-serving thing that I can take some of the experiences that I've went through and be able to give someone else that can be able to help you, to give you some inspiration, to give you, you know, some 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 something that can be able to kind of keep you going. Because at the end of the day, you know, if you're going through something right you're going to eventually come out the other side of it if you keep going through it. But you got to be very careful of what your eyes and what your ears are, 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 are buying, what you buy with your eyes, what you consume with your ears when you're going through something. Because the wrong, the wrong information, the wrong person saying this and that, you know, could lease you off that ledge. So to me, it's like, you know what I mean? I want to be able to speak life, you know what I mean? And the Bible says life, you speak life, you know what I mean? Death and life is in the tongue. Those that enjoy eat from the fruit thereof. So for me, I try to just speak life and hopefully it inspires somebody else and it touches them. So that and then and then so on and so forth. So coffee with kinfolk is just a via a, a a vehicle or a platform to be able to just get in that positive vibe tribe. You know what I mean? To be able to tap into that frequency and to get a word from somebody who wants to see you be successful and be at your full potential. And, and so you can learn from the mistakes that I made and the lessons and blessings that I that I go through, I can give to somebody else because at the end of the day, we are here to pay it forward. It's not about me. It's about others and helping other individuals so that's what coffee with kinfolk is for me a way to be able to give people that experience because when you one thing you can't take away from a person is the experience you know what i mean that you go through you could be a book smart individual you could be you could have a skill set you could be smart but the experience give experience and, and knowledge gives you wisdom and wisdom is the greatest of all things you know what i'm saying so it's like i just want to give that wisdom out and coffee with kinfolk gives me the vehicle to be able to do so that's all any last words and shout outs? Man, listen, this is what I want to say, man. Um, I want to say that you got to do everything you can and then got to do what you can. You have to, you got to believe before anybody else will believe, you know what I mean, in what you're doing. It's, it's faith with works, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm, I'm just big on, on putting the work in. Um, I, if you're an independent artist and you're watching me right now or you're somebody that's trying to get your thing going, own your brand. Like, you know, when you see these multiple hustles, you know what I mean? When you see the merch I rock, it's my own merch. You know what I mean? Shout out to my boy Will. But it's like, it's what we, we put out this merch and individuals are buying the Gucci's and all that stuff. And I get it. It's cool. But you go to your, your Instagram and you post this stuff, man, and they don't pay you for none of this stuff. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, you just got to own your brand. You know what I mean? Be your own brand and own it. You know what I mean? Own it. And that's, that's what I want to just tell somebody watching. Like, you know what I mean? You know, be very careful of where you're spending your money and spending your time. Because, man, time is non-refundable. Once you spend it, it's gone. You understand what I'm saying? So make sure you're very aware and cognizant of where you're spending your time. And who you, these people y'all praising, not saying you per se, but the people that y'all praise that are, that are putting 
that are telling you this negative <laughs> innuendo and and it's just crazy man that, that what i see out here man so i just w would love for people to tap more into the, the positive vibe and frequencies of people that are trying to speak life to you not just the individuals just telling you man let's really go kill their brother or they they kinfolk but then they ain't ready to go smash so none of these people that's doing anything to bring us down as a as a whole as an individual as, as a as a community you know what i mean so for me it's just about man like you know you know tap in tap into coffee with kinfolk.com and check out my coffee shop and, and tap into the movies and, that i'm doing because at the end of the day man or the music that i'm doing but at the end of the day like i eat what i kill and i speak what i feel there's no there's no one else I've, I've been blessed to be able to find myself in my situation for the last 20 years. It's God in my grind. And, you know, from music to to film, to television, to to all of it, I've been able to do it. But people be sleep. You know what I mean? Sometimes, man. But everybody sleeping on me going to wake up working for me. That's what I believe. And I've been saying it. You know what I mean? And it's going and it's going to continue to happen. But, you know, um, I just wanted to thank you all for the opportunity to be able to speak, to be able to talk. You know what I mean? To be able to tap in. Um, go stream, go, go follow my coffeewithkinfolk.com, go subscribe to my vibe, go tap into my, um, my socials and all that, man. But more importantly, just, you know, fo follow people speak, man, but they, 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 ain't nobody say anything on here, man. But, but look at the person's actions. Look at their actions, man. You know what I mean? Like, don't nobody own me. I own me. Everything about me. And I'm, I'm a different pedigree and I do business with integrity. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not gonna come tell you to run off on the plug. I'm gonna tell you, man, support your plug and get more with them. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, it's, it's a different pedigree over here, man. And I just, you know, I just appreciate the people that have been supporting Kinfolk, Kiyashan, and this whole time on my grind. If you bought anything from me, any verse, any music, any beats, any merch, anything, man, I appreciate the, the you guys because there is no, me without the fan base of individuals that support what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, do what you can and God gonna do what you can. Now, I'm gonna say this before I leave. When you down to nothing, you down to nothing in your life, understand God is up to something. Okay? Let that stick home. Let that, let that stick with you. You know what I mean? And um, that's really all I gotta say, man. That's really it, man. I just appreciate the time, man. For sure, man. Appreciate having you today. Kids shine, man. Thank y'all very much, man. Y'all tap in. Coffeewithkinfolk.com. You did! Let's go. It's a day party. It's a day vibe. It's a day party. It's a day vibe. It's a day party. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.